You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, so, Colts, I'm curious your thoughts. Me and George gave our thoughts. How about yourself here? Let us know on Twitter at GM Bremers. We can find George at Ryan underscore Hickey number three. Because where you can tweet me. You comment on YouTube. We are there on YouTube now a lot more. So hopefully, if you like listening to us, you like watching us, check us out at Odyssey Sports. We have our own little blue horseshoe tab there where a lot of these shows now going forward, we will post the entire show video. So make sure you check that out. And of course, wherever you do, download, subscribe to get the blue horseshoe pod. Make sure you continue to do that if you do like just the audio version. So plenty of places to comment, plenty of places to give your thoughts. And if you would, if you would, if you were Chris Ballard, Actually, take up take us up on the uh, Lamar Jackson offer and, and kind of go all in for the former league MVP. All right, George, let's finish up with this. Let's continue a little quarterback play here uh, or quarterback conversation because really the big talking point coming out of the division around the weekend was just the incredible play of Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know why, but it's just a total random tangent. I don't know why the Bengals now are getting the respect. Like they go to the Super Bowl last year, they beat Patrick Holmes, and it's like th- this year, it's like, oh, the Ravens will win the division. Oh, like you know, there are other t- like that was just kind of like a nice story, but now they're gonna go back to being like you know an eight and nine, nine and eight team, and it's like I feel like just randomly like now you beat the Bills in Buffalo, people are like, oh wow, the Bengals are actually a really damn good team. Like this is you know Joe Burrow is the guy now, and it's funny when you watch Joe Burrow play. Part of the reason why I've been so high on Bryce Young is I don't know about you, George. I see a lot of Bryce Young in, uh, or I, I see a lot of Joe Burrow in Bryce Young's game. Because if you look at how, like, even Joe Burrow plays, he's not Patrick Holmes, right? Like, people always say, oh, we want Patrick Holmes. Patrick Holmes is one of one for a reason because it's not only just the way he's, you know, able to throw the ball down the field accurately and make plays. Like, it's it's reading the defenses, but also, too, it's his just physical trait you can't teach where it's his arm strength, where it's his accuracy, where his ability to kind of throw on the run. 50 yards down the field and find a guy, you know, wide open or just extend a play and throw it into a tight window, throw these no-look passes. He just does so many things physically that very few quarterbacks can just match in general. When you watch Joe Burrow play, like I do think you can replicate Joe Burrow at like in terms of getting another quarterback in the draft because what he does so well is just read defenses. He knows where the ball is going. He puts the ball in catchable spots every single time. Like even look at Sunday, down three off its lineman. That ball is getting out fast because he knew pre-snap, this is what the defense is doing. This is my hot reader. This is where, you know, I know this route's going to be open. And part of the reason why he was only sacked one time is because he just got the ball out fast, fast, fast. I see it to me, a lot of them, Bryce Young, when you see how he plays at Alabama, he's a guy who anticipates tremendously, who has really good accuracy, who knows where to go with the ball. He knows how to read defenses. He, you know, he gets the ball out fast, quick release, able to, you know, be athletic enough where he moves out of the pocket, throw on the run. But it's not like he's winning games in Alabama because he's just physically more dominant than everyone else. Like you see that in college, guys just rely on their physical abilities. And in college, that still can work. But when you get to the NFL, everything shrinks. And now all of a sudden you can't just run away from a defensive lineman just because you're fast because they're just as fast as you. And so now that, you know, kind of cuts down on playmaking ability just from pure athleticism, 
Bryce Young, I think, does a lot of things Joe Burrow does really well. And for me, again, you watch that game on Sunday, whether you watch the Wild card game against the Ravens, what, any game you watch with, with Joe Burrow and the Bengals this year, I feel like I do see a lot of Bryce Young in Joe Burrow. And that's part of, or I guess, Joe Burrow and Bryce Young to give uh, Joe the respect there. And I think that's why if I'm the Colts, that's to me, again, home run draft pick. Yeah, I mean, I love Bryce Young. There's no question about it. Uh, to address the very beginning of all that, as a media member who picked the Bengals to win the division and picked Joe Burrow to be the MVP, but also picked the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. So obviously not a great run there for me. I think hey, a lot so of it's good. recency. I think a lot of it's recency bias. I really do. I think that uh, because you didn't see the Bengals coming last year. You know, people like the Bills and the Chiefs, uh, even the Eagles who have had recent runs. The Eagles haven't done it with this group, but you don't have to remember that far back to them beating the Patriots and winning the Super Bowl. I, I just think you tend to give those those franchises a little bit more rope. You know, there, there's a little bit more benefit of the doubt going into the next year. Uh, the Bengals are a team that, that was in disarray for so long. And I think you're going to see the same thing happen with Jacksonville. There's going to be people who say, well, that was that was a one-year wonder, you know. Um, good, and it's going to take a little point. time to, to grow on that, you know. Uh, but I think Joe Burrow is just that good. I just I have that I I've said for a while now I'm still there. If you could draft all 32 quarterbacks, of course I'm taking Patrick Mahomes number one. Joe Burrow's number two for me. I want him over you. everybody else. Uh, and a lot of it's that mentality, just the way I just feel like he's almost like a Terminator who was created to play football. <laughs> it's not that he's emotionless. It's just that nothing gets to him. You're talking about a guy who's in his third year as a starter who has won playoff games in Kansas City and Buffalo. That's not easy to do. Those are two for an organization that's never won a road playoff game before he got there. Yeah, for an organization that had never it's won a, a road playoff game before he got there, hadn't won a playoff game in 30 years. I mean, I just to me, he's just he's almost a robot in terms of his efficiency, in terms of his just ability to block everything else out. It just doesn't matter. You know, there was all this argument about the coin flip and, and going into the Baltimore game. He doesn't care. He goes out and wins the game. There's all this argument about, well, should the Buffalo-Cincinnati game be on a neutral field because, you know, the, the Bengals were hurt by not having that Monday night game. Burrow says, I don't care. We'll go win in Buffalo. That's that's his mentality. Um, I, I don't compare him as much to Bryce, but it's not because of any knock on Bryce. I just, when I look at Bryce Young, I see him the same way you do Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't have a comp for him. I think he is wow. a very unique guy. I think you're talking about a player who's an outlier in size that we all know about. We talked about that before, but as an outlier in what he does, he's not Kyler Murray because he doesn't have that kind of speed and in, in, in elusiveness. He's not Russell Wilson because he doesn't have that cannon of an arm that, that we saw from a young Russell Wilson. He's not Drew Brees because I don't think he's going to be as. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Anchored to the pocket yeah. for lack of a, of a letter you know, better term and probably not as accurate either, but yet he's somebody who I, I, you just have never seen in the NFL before. You know, he's, he's, he's a next level playmaker. We tried to get to that with Dane Brugler. Um, you know, he talked about him being special in that regard. Uh, 
I think he's just he's a creator. I uh, and I think he's it's a really bad term. I don't really like it in in a lot of other areas, but it's it's I think it's the place he's the next gen version of a quarterback to me. He's just he is something we haven't. That's why I would take the ch- chance on him because he's an outlier. Because he's something we've never seen before. Because he the kind of guy that it could take defenses not weeks, not months, but years to figure out because they haven't seen it. You know, it's 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 never been done before. Uh, that's why I wouldn't compare him to Burrow. I just I don't to me now it could fail miserably because he's an outlier. There's there's no question right. about that. But I just think he's he's something we have never seen before. When I look at at this draft class, I think for me. I'm not going to call him a poor man's Joe Burrow because I think that's he's a middle class man's Joe okay. Burrow. It is CJ Stroud. The middle class is back. <laughs> the middle class is back. You know, I, I feel like Stroud has a lot of that processing. Uh, when we talked with Nathan Baird, he talked about how how much of a, a workhorse he is, how he's in the video room all the time, um, and I just feel like Stroud is is much like Burrow in that he would rather not run. You know, he wants to be in the pocket. He wants to make the play from the pocket, but he will run if, if that's what the defense absolutely forces him to do. Um, you know, I, I just I think that's that part of that game that that, OK, I'm going to put the ball right there when it needs to be there. I'm going to make the read. I'm going to be that efficient, robotic type of Peyton Manning style offense. I think that's what CJ does um, now. Again, does he have the the arm talent that the Joe Burrow does, you know, overall, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm there. Is he as good a processor as Peyton Manning? I don't know if any human on earth is that yeah. that's, that's a really high bar. Uh, but I think those elements are there. And that's why for me, I've, I've said it before. And, and I think I'm going to stick to it throughout this process. We'll see things change all the time. I, if I could go back through the years, you know, my thinking in April, how different it was from January, um, can be very, very big swings. Oh, yeah. But as of right now, I feel like you've got to come out of this draft with one of those two, and that's why. I see in Stroud an element that's worked before in the NFL. There are obstacles to overcome. There are things he needs to do better. I don't think he has the mindset that Joe Burrow has. I don't think he he has that, you know, blinders on that that nothing affects him. Um, but I see physical traits in him that, that, that transfer. And in Bryce Young, I see potentially an, an evolution of the quarterback round. Now, that to me, that's the big swing. With Young, I think it's either you have unlocked something the NFL has never seen before or you tried something you should have tried. I, you know, there's not a lot of in between. Uh, but I think the Colts are in a position where they should do that. So that, to me, one of those two guys, you're sitting in a position where you should come out of this draft with one of them. And if you don't, in my mind, you, you've kind of dropped the ball. I would agree. I would absolutely agree that one of the two has to be taken at pick four, at pick one, at pick two, whatever they end up. If, I said, if you're walking out of there with one of the two guys, again, preferably Bryce Young, but it's CJ Stroud. Okay. If, I think you can say that's the success for Chris Ballard so far and see like where your future's heading. The last thing I'll say, George, and again, I think it's really relevant kind of watching this playoffs, these you know, the last few playoff weeks here when it comes to the Colts and how they're going to pick a quarterback is, it's been well-documented. Chris Bauer is a traits guy. Traits, 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 traits. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I just love watching Joe Burrow and think a guy like Bryce Young could mimic him just because, like, if you, if I ask you right now, like, what is the best part of Joe Burrow's game? I think you would argue it's probably not something physical. Like, is he the most mobile guy in the NFL? No. Well, yeah, you point your head. Mobile, uh, mental. And I think you're right. But it's like his arm strength, it's like he doesn't have the strongest arm in the NFL. 
He's not the most accurate arm in the NFL. He doesn't, is he the fastest to process? Maybe. And that's also part of the mental game as well. Maybe. But it's like, he doesn't really do one thing that is so far above and beyond everyone else in the NFL. Like that is his thing. But he does everything, everything at a very high level and just finds ways to win. That's when you look at a guy like Bryce Young and we talk about, you know, again, the, the big outliers of size. Well, Joe Burrow, people care about it. So we'll reference it. His hand size was like nine inches when he was coming out of LSU, which was, I believe, the smallest for a first overall pick since like 2008. So almost like, you know, 15 years. He had the smallest hands of a quarterback in 15 years. I'll tell you, George, you, you watch in Buffalo in the snow, mind you, where that, that small hands are supposed to really have an impact. He had no problem. So like sometimes I feel like we can overblow measurables to the point where it doesn't really like matter. And that's, again, when you look at Bryson, the biggest thing is his, is his frame, is his size, is his weight. Well, again, like it, it uh, he to me plays like someone who doesn't really have that be a big part of his game or, or really linder, uh, limit. I was going to say limit and hinder at the same time. That's what got linder. It's a new uh, word. <laughs> there we go. Really hinder his play. It's just, I think Joe Burrow, again, is a quarterback that if you want to, Dan Olaski said this earlier this week, and I agree with him. I think he's the best quarterback at playing quarterback because Patrick Holmes is just special and, and so much of his success is just, you know, improv and making plays out of the pocket and jumping with one foot, throwing the ball like he did a few times on Saturday. But like Joe Burrow actually went in terms of processing, knowing to go to the ball, act, like just going through the entire quarterback um, process is I would say the best guy. And that's part of the reason why I think if you're Chris Bowers, you got to look and say, okay, if we can get a guy in Bryson who is similar or CJ Stroud as well, similar in terms of doing everything at a very high level, maybe not having one thing that's special where you look at Bryce Young, uh, when you look at Will Levis and Anthony Richardson as more physical specimens that, you know, have the measurables. Sometimes, like I said, I don't think physical, physical traits are everything. And I think Joe Burrow is kind of showing you that right now. Yeah. I mean, one, I think Mahomes is Steph Curry, the NFL, right? I mean, he's out there taking half court shots and, and knocking them yeah. down and, and you're just, no one should replicate this. You know, the, these two guys can do this. No one else on earth That's should be point. doing it. Um, the Joe Burrow is funny. I, I was laughing when you, when you mentioned the hand thing, I, it's one of my favorite moments <laughs> from the combine, uh, maybe ever, you know, he shows up at the combine and he's sitting down. First of all, no one sits down. They're all standing at the podium, you know, somewhat nervous, somewhat, He's sitting down like he's just in his living room. Like he's just, you know, it, that that calm, cool demeanor was there right there. He didn't have shades on, but he should have. It was, it was just and one of the first things he says is, Well, I guess I'm gonna announce my retirement. My hands are too small. It was just it was a great moment. Um, and I think it was you saw all of his personality, a lot of things that have made him. Uh, the quarterback that he is, we're on display right there. The, the moment was not too big for him. Um, he was making fun of of, of his supposed limitations, um, and he's just he's one of those guys that mentally, you know, that's why why I say the mental game. It's it's not just the processing. That's a huge part of it. That's why he's winning on the field. But he's just one of those guys that he doesn't put any limits on himself. He truly believes he's going to win the Super Bowl every year, and you've got to stop him from doing it. And I think that's what you want your quarterback to do, or it should be. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I hate to use this phrase. It's overused, but I'll use it here to wrap up. He's got that dog in him. You know, like, like I said, it's just like that mentality of I'm the best there is. It's like borderline cockiness slash arrogance, where again, if it, when he's winning, it's everyone loves it. And so far, I said in two full seasons, he's got to the Super Bowl, and now he's in the second straight AFC title game looking to go to second straight Super Bowl. So it's just incredible, absolutely incredible with, with what he is doing so far. But like I said, it's, I think it just goes to show if you're Chris Ballard, you watch some of these games this weekend. 
for someone who does get wrapped up in a lot of traits and, and physical, you know, uh, physical strengths, like sometimes it's not, you know, it's not all that. And sometimes like I said, it's the mindset, it's the mentality uh, uh, as well. And if you are able to do everything else well at a high level, plus you have that, that mindset of just like, I'm the best there is. I had nothing, you know, everything's water off my back. No problem. I think you can get a Cincinnati 2.0 in terms of turning it around and turning it around maybe faster than you think if you're able to kind of land one of those guys in the draft. Fingers crossed the Colts will be able to do. So that'll do for this midweek edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Make sure, again, you are downloading, subscribing, wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you're subscribing on YouTube to Odyssey Sports where you can see two strapping men, George Bremer and myself here, every single how do we do it's audio version and also now you get a visual as well so have a great rest of your week we'll continue to update you on the head coaching search for the colts and we'll talk to you on thursday right here on the blue horseshoe pod